blessing of worshiping and being constantly in God's presence is a foretaste of heaven. But while we are on earth, it is not the only blessing we enjoy. There are many others. The journey to God and simply trusting in God's presence are also real blessings. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God and respond to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. All of us are followers here, and we're learning to listen to God and respond to Him in prayer. If you're new, we invite you to subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast provider. You're in the right place to grow your faith. And in Season 3, we're praying through the Psalms, both some of our favorites as well as some that are lesser known or harder to pray. A few episodes back, we prayed Psalms 42 and 43, which begin Book 2 in the Psalms. They express a longing to be in God's presence. Today's psalm has a similar desire, but it's a different prayer. And it's also a favorite psalm of many. We're talking about Psalm 84. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of your life. We follow a four-step process you can download at wordofprayer.com. Psalm 84 has some very memorable verses in it. We'll pray those while we listen to the entire psalm and try to follow the flow of prayer throughout this psalm. There's three stages or movements in it, and for now, we'll listen to all of Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, Yahweh of hosts! My soul longs, even faints, for the courts of Yahweh. My heart and my flesh ring out a cry for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her chicks. Your altars, Yahweh of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed is the one whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. Even the early autumn rain covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. Yahweh, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, God of Jacob. God our shield, look and gaze upon the face of your anointed. For better is a day in your courts than a thousand I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For Yahweh is a sun and shield, God of favor and glory. Yahweh will give and he will not withhold good from those who walk uprightly. Yahweh of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. All right, so that is Psalm 84. And I tried to read it to emphasize the three movements that we find in it. It's just 12 verses long, but it is neatly divided into four verses each. The first four verses focus on, blessed are those who dwell in God's house. That's in verse four, and that's really what the theme is all about in those first four verses. This middle section starts right off in verse five saying, blessed are those who journey to Jerusalem. Blessed are those who are on pilgrimage, passing through the valley of Baca on their way up to worship God. And so the focus is those who are on the journey. And then the third refrain is verses 9 through 12. Blessed are those who trust in Yahweh. 
So these three movements, we'll be exploring those just a little bit more as we meditate on this a little bit deeper. But Yahweh of hosts refers to God, the commander of the armies, whether it's the army, the military force of Israel, or angel armies. Sometimes it is a general expression, refers to Israel itself, the collective nation, not just the army. And so there's a number of verses that we could explore looking at each of those. But I think here in Psalm 84, the notion Yahweh of host is talking about God, the God over the entire nation of Israel. What are we dealing with here? What is the, the expression? Because it, there's some beautiful verses that are often quoted uh, about blessed are those who dwell in your house, they're ever praising you. And then I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than uh, dwell in the tents of the wicked. I think that there's a focus that we sometimes miss in those first four verses that's centered around the temple worship in Jerusalem. And when it says blessed are those who dwell in God's house, it's really talking about the priest and also the Levites, the, the people on service living out their days constantly in God's presence. And it talks about the blessing of those who get to dwell in God's presence or very close to where God's presence and glory dwells. We might sometimes also have a, a longing to be with those people who are, for example, full-time workers with the church or those who lead us in worship and who, it appears, they get to spend all this time in God's presence and God leading us in worship and actually making music, and we can sometimes envy them. It's interesting that the focus shifts after the first four verses to say, well, blessed are those who are on their journey to God, who are not actually in God's presence, but they're focused with their face pointed toward God and they're journeying to God. The journey, a place of springs, it's, they're, they're traveling through a dry and dusty land. It's not a place where there's natural pools, but they make it a place of springs, is the emphasis in verse 6. Even the early autumn rains, which wouldn't normally be enough to create pools, there's actually pools there. And the idea is that those journeying to God are actually bringing their water with them and, and creating a, a very fertile place from seeking His presence. They go from strength to strength until each one appears before God in Zion. And it ends with this petition, God, hear our prayer. Hear my prayer. Give ear. Well, the final section actually expands on this and says, it's not just those who are dwelling in God's presence all the time or those who are seeking that experience, whether they're going to conferences or concerts or just trying to be around an anointed or gifted speaker or a gifted worship leader that there is actually a blessing also for those who are simply putting their trust in God, who are making it their life's aim to just do their duty. Because the emphasis is as better as a day in your courts. And we often repeat that verse without understanding that the courts were the place around the sanctuary. Only the priest, the high priest, in fact, was allowed to go inside the sanctuary. So most of the people, even the Levites, were only allowed to 
be in the courts around the sanctuary. And so this is actually saying, I'm not even given the greatest privilege to go in, to enter into the presence of God, to enter into his glory. But it's it's better even to just be a doorkeeper, letting people into the courts around the sanctuary, around God's presence. It's better to be a doorkeeper for just one day than to be able to have full guest privileges and dwell, to live inside the tents of the wicked. And there is a contrast implied here, because ideally, even before the temple was built, God was worshipped in his tabernacle, which was a tent. And so to go in and dwell with God in his tabernacle is contrasted with being able to dwell in the tents of the wicked and being able to live with, with them for however long we want it. It's within all of our reach to just long for God's presence and to just do our duty, even letting people in and out of the doors leading into the courts of God's dwelling place. And we can keep ourselves out of the tents of the wicked, hanging out with them, talking like them, desiring the things that they desire, going after their pursuits in life. Yahweh of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. And that's really what this Psalm 84 is all about. Verse 12. Will you pray with me? God, thank you. Thank you for pronouncing the blessing upon us, whether we get the blessing of being able to worship with you in your presence, whether we are enjoying the blessing of pursuing you and trying to push in closer and be near to you and to sing your songs and to pray our prayers and to be around gifted teachers who can point us to you, or whether, Lord, we're just doing our daily duty as doorkeepers, as people just fulfilling what you have created us to do, but we do it as a holy duty and we choose to orient ourselves towards and around your holy dwelling place and not to occupy our minds and our hearts and our desires with the dwelling place of the wicked and hanging out with them. God, we set our hearts on you. We long for you. Our hearts cry out for you. And we just pray that, Lord, Today, you will make our intentions and our purposes pure, purify them, and let us keep a sense of your presence as we go about what we need to do today. We pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. As you think about applying this verse, I just want you to know that there are many blessings that are available for us if we will seek God's presence and set our heart toward Him. So it's not just like our full-time workers, those who are in the clergy or those who are on pastoral staff, that they have like the inside track, that they get to be really close to God. There is a blessing in it for them too, but it's not like they are the only blessed ones. There is a blessing for us actually in seeking God and orienting our lives towards God and choosing not to do the wicked thing or to dwell with the wicked. And I pray for you that you will seek that place of blessedness to put your trust fully in God today. So what is it that you need to trust God for today? Where do you need to put your trust in Him in a specific, concrete way? Think about that and take your first action and then follow it up with the next step and the next faithful step that you need to do and just keep pursuing Him in all that you do today. 
Today's episode is brought to you by God Help Me Grow, Learning to Pray Through the Psalms, which you can find on Amazon, and there's a link to it in the show notes. Support our show through the Patreon link. Today, live the blessed life and seek God's presence. 